Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business since 1994. Today's episode is brought to you by Jonathan and Lynn Gilden at the Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They currently have over 275 star reviews on Zillow and over 100 million sold between the two of them. Please contact them at 386-451-2412 or at thegildengroup.com. And this episode is also brought to you by an awesome place to get salads and vegetarian dishes, Istanbul Turkish Mediterranean Cuisine. They are located at 488 South Young Street, Ormond Beach, Florida, 32174. And you can call for takeout or delivery at 386-492-7100 or make an order online at istanbulflorida.com. Keep your chest up. Keep your chest up. Keep your chest up. Did you hear it? I hear it in my sleep. We say that so much at the gym that the other day I said, you know, I want to turn that into a little podcast. We say it all the time, so therefore it must mean something. When do we say it? Well, we say it when we notice somebody's posture not keeping their chest up. So in other words, they have what we call a sag in the back or the anterior or front of the shoulders start rolling forward. Now, why is it important? If you are doing squats, if you are doing lunges, if you are doing deadlifts, if you are doing rows, Anything where the spine is already going to naturally fall forward and you're allowing your upper back or upper torso to sag by doing the opposite of keeping your chest up, then you're really not engaging the proper muscles that you hope to be engaging to begin with and you're actually creating maybe a more propensity towards having kyphosis. So obviously that's kind of important. So let's talk about that a little bit. So if you get anything out of today when you go to the gym or when you really do anything, keep your chest up. What that means exactly is literally pull your shoulders back, take any laxity out of your spine that might be there, whether you're sitting there, whether you're standing, whether you're driving, and keep your chest up. You know, what is kind of interesting about that, I think it not only is physiologically good for you, I mean, there is no question about it that it's physiologically good for you. It might be good for you mentally slash spiritually too. So in Viktor Frankl's book, man's search for meaning. The two things he talked about that he had absolute control over 
and I believe it was somebody else that he had met, met early on in his concentration camp. For those that don't know the story, he was a famous physician prisoner of war held by the Nazis in Germany and he was a psychiatrist, was a psychiatrist and continued to be after the war because he survived. But somebody that was in the concentration camp earlier than him had mentioned it's very important to always shave and stand up straight. So then he took that even further. It's a great book if you haven't read it, Man's Search for Meaning, into how do I control what I can control? How do I basically not get broken? Not going into all that because there's so much depth in that. But I am going to talk a little bit about the stand-up straight part. So he felt like if he could stand up straight and shave, he was always taking control of his honor, taking control of what he can take control of. So I think there is a huge relationship between how we feel about ourselves and posture. And so keep the chest up is really no different than in the olden days when somebody said stand up straight. It's very critical, I think. When your self-esteem isn't very high, you tend to hunch forward a little bit, not look somebody in the eyes, tend to kind of always have a downward gaze. When you're feeling better about yourself, you stand up straight, you pull your shoulders back, and you go about your business. Now, Ellen is a massage therapist. She used to teach massage and she taught massage for a very, very long time, almost 20 years. And she used to say to some of the, the women, and she can, of course, get away with it more being a woman, but she would say to them, you know, flaunt what God gave you. Because too often, some of the women would tend to hunch forward a little bit because for whatever reason, they were ashamed of their breasts for whatever reason again. Don't know, but the point was, you know what, no matter what, if you think they're too big, whether you think they're too small, stand up straight, pull your shoulders back, and she'd say, flaunt what God gave you. So, you know, too often we have a tendency to hide and we lean forward and we hunch forward. And the message of flaunt what God gave you, get your chest up, stand up straight, is still very, very critical. Now, in the gym, we say it all the time, partly because, yeah, I, I do believe, we do believe in confidence and practicing good posture at all times but you know that's not necessarily what we're in charge of when you come here but yeah there is part of that but mostly from the physiological standpoint when you tend to lean forward and you're doing a squat you are now putting more of the weight on the balls of your feet and then even in the toe box which is going to put more of the load on the front portions of your knees your patella tendon and your quadriceps that's not all bad we want to strengthen our quadriceps but most of the time a lot of the weakness in both men and women does come from the glutes because when they squat there is so much emphasis on basically a toe push so when we make sure that we get our chest up we're more able to push off of the heels we're more able to keep our spine protected and strong and not create any kind of back injury when we exercise. And we are more able to really recruit 
the gluteal muscles, which oftentimes get neglected when we squat because we can't keep the chest up. Now depth has something to do with that. Too often you hear the old saying, and there's so much to this stuff that I don't have time to get into all this, but all of the different things that people are told to do in the gyms need to be challenged a little bit. That's why we have the method to the madness. Like, why do we say these things? So let's talk about the depth in squat. What are you told to do? You're told to go parallel to the floor, right? Or if it's a little bit more maybe scientific, you're told to go 90 degrees. Okay, that's great. That's great in a perfect world if you're able to keep your chest up. But a lot of people aren't due to range of motion issues and very simple flexibility issues. If somebody's not very flexible, going parallel and keeping their chest up is not going to happen. And so what do you think happens in most cases at most gyms with most uncredentialed personal trainers? Because there are too many of them out there that have certifications that are basically BS certifications or none at all. I was going to say even worse, but I don't know what's worse. I think they're both bad having a BS certification that's not accredited or not having any education at all. Both are pretty bad in an industry where you're taking care of people's health and fitness. I think there needs to be more professionalism for sure. But what do you think happens most of the time at these gyms? What do you, what do you think? Think for a second before I tell you. What, what, what just came to your mind? Think about it. If you're like most people, you're thinking, well, the trainer says go to parallel anyway, even though, and especially in the cases of, case of men, because they're even less flexible than women most of the time, they're gonna be completely hunched over and their squat looks like they're doing a good morning exercise. Like all of the load is on the lower back muscles and then the quad muscles because of the angle of the knee to the ankle. So that is a very ineffectual squat. And not only is that not working the areas you want it to work, it's actually making everything worse because you're strengthening the patterns that you don't want to strengthen. So the reality is people should go down not by some random, really arbitrary number of 90 degrees, which studies really don't even point that out. That, that's used as a benchmark for the squat exercise. So there can be some sort of a you know, baseline of how low people can go, but that's in a powerlifting competition. Other than that, the real key is you should go as low as you can while keeping your knees behind your toes and your chest up, meaning having a flat back. End of story. And if that means you can only, and I don't want to say only because it's almost like it's an insult to knock it lower and there's just really no validity to that. All right. But if that means that's a half squat, like going down 45 degrees and maintaining a nice spine angle, that's fine. You're gonna get so much more out of that than you are if you're forcing yourself down the 90 degrees with a bent over spine, all right? So again, there is a method to the madness. You don't have to necessarily go 90 degrees. And with some people, you just see it right away. It's that they've been programmed to think they have to go quote, all the way down, and then again, they're totally falling forward 
and it's not even really a squat anymore anyway. Now, certain exercises can help you stay in better posture than others, like a Smith squat, which doesn't allow any different motion other than straight up and down. People have a tendency to be able to get a little bit lower with their chest still up. But we don't want to rely on that. You know, you want to be able to do a squat wherever you go and be able to maintain that upright posture. Not completely vertical though. I mean, really the angle should be at the same angle of your shins. So if you're looking at yourself from the parallel angle or the side angle, as somebody is squatting down, their back should be flat and at the exact same angle as their shins then you know they're at the perfect angle. But really, it's just a matter of a constant correction. When you're nearing the bottom, pull the shoulder blades back more. Get that chest up. Sometimes you have to do it with your head because typically the spine will follow what your head does. So you'll hear somebody say, look up. And that's okay advice, except not if the spine goes with it. But typically, if you look up, the spine goes with it. And that's why trainers say it sometimes. But it's a constant, constant, constant reminder, literally. And that's what made us think, you know, let's make a mini podcast on that. Just talk about that. Because the other day it was like, okay, as the person was going down, before they came up, they didn't correct their spine. And I kept saying, chest up, chest up. It's just so critical. Okay? So that's why you listen to the show, There's a Method to the Madness. It's not about 90 degrees. It's not about all these things. I'll cover other exercises and different things we say, but it's about keeping the chest up, going down as far as you can, and maintaining that angle. Doable, right? All right. Until next time, be max fit, be max well.